0: Welcome to the Martial Arts and Crafts Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Deacon, life balance coach for better adulting, martial artist, instructor, creative artist, wife, mother, and all-around person. Thank you for joining me on the show as we learn together how to make an impact through personal growth, responding to challenges, making choices, and learning more about our identity, belonging, and purpose. On to the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Martial Arts and Crafts podcast. Today, my guest is Jan Roberts. Jan is a self-leadership strategist, personal development consultant, values-based leadership specialist, and self-care encourager. During his extensive travels in the oil industry over 30 years, he had the opportunity to work with and meet people of many different cultures. He used that time spent in hotel rooms to study personal development, coaching, leadership, and communication, and got to implement what he learned on a daily basis. A life-changing, transformational trip in 2013 made him quit his job and begin the next exciting stage of his journey. Welcome to the show, Jan.
1: Well, thank you for inviting me. It's going to be exciting, and I'm certainly looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to have you. And Jan, why don't you tell my audience where you're, where you're coming from right now? Where, where are you in the world?
1: Well, uh, right now I'm in South Africa. I'm not originally from South Africa. I mean, p- people might not know that by my accent, but uh, I'm originally from the Netherlands. Then as a family, we emigrated to Scotland in the late 70s, and I've been here for nearly eight years now, in, uh, most mostly in South Africa.
0: Yeah, because that's one of the first things I noticed about you, Jan, was your accent, and it's, <laughs> it's a little bit different than, uh, than what I'm used to hearing in myself, in my headphones here from the Midwest, in Wisconsin, in the US. So thank you for joining me all the way from South Africa today. Uh, Jan, why don't you tell tell me a little bit about yourself? You're coming from uh, your your label underneath you says key leadership. So maybe tell me a little bit about key leadership and what, what you're all about.
1: Yes, certainly, yes. Thank you very much. Uh, and you got that right as well. Some people say, because it's KI, they say Kai or Kai leadership or something KI, but no, it's definitely key and key leadership. Key is uh, Japanese for, first of all for internal power and energy, and that also. Um, my my wife has another company called Celebrate the Humanity International. So if you take those three letters, it says Chi, which, which is Chinese for key. So mm-hmm. th- no coincidence in life, as we'll uh, probably find out a little bit more. But yeah, yeah, I used to be in the oil industry uh, for for quite a few years. And uh, what really happened was, is I was always into personal development because I was bullied as a little kid. And then at 17, I got my first personal development book and I really got into the the personal development. And I realized, you know, that in a very short period of time that the only person who could really make me feel any better or do something about improving me is the the person looking in the mirror every day. So when I, uh, in the oil industry, I was traveling a lot uh, meeting different cultures, but Also spending a lot of time either in in cabins or in hotel rooms, and some people think it's wonderful, but uh, three weeks, yes, but 10 months of the year, it's not so much anymore. So I used to, half my luggage used to be books, uh, personal development, success, all those kind of amazing kind of books and and rather than newspapers. But that little voice in me that that said, you know, there's more to do, that got louder and louder. Now, I never hated my job, which was, uh, I, I was quite fortunate in that way. I mean I didn't like everything about my job, of course, but I, I never hated it. and and I was working with uh, amazing colleagues from all from all kinds of cultures around the world. and um, and I also was training them. And, and it wasn't until I started two years of coaching training uh, and and I attended a lot of lessons because I was in a, in a room, a hotel room anyway, online. And uh, I realized I'd been coaching for for 25 years because I used to ask people, you know, if they, they came to me because I, I was one of the very few experts in my inspection field, and they used to come to me, and I got a bit frustrated when I said, you know, no, let me tell me how you how you got there, uh, you know, what your thinking is, because if I give you the answers, then there is no thinking going on, and, and we don't learn. So I w- always used to ask where their thinking was, so I would know where if they were going wrong, where they were going wrong. So. This was quite uh, extraordinary when I found out hey, that's it's coaching, really. Uh, and we learn all the time. So from there, uh, an event happened, happened that on the way home, um, as I said, that, that, that voice inside of me was getting louder. And on the way home, uh, from, from a, a transformational trip to Guatemala, on the way home, I uh, decided to quit my job. Because, you know, I think, and, and most of your listeners will probably have that as well, we have things inside ourselves that we really want to do or really need to do. And, and you know we, we might ignore that voice for as long as we want and we can start making excuses because we mostly do we 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 know we, no, we find reasons why we cannot do what we were meant to do and we've all got a, a purpose and a destiny and and most of the time we uh, we never do anything about it and we look back at the end of life and say you know if only and it's never if only i'd spend more time in the office so on the way home it was just a case of if not now, then, when? And if not me, who? And if not this, what else? So for me, it was, it was simple. Now, I was a project manager at that time, and I needed to work another another uh, year to finish uh, some projects. But uh, when then I left, and um, I, I also... Um, in two, I was, that happened in 2014, but in 2014, after I'd left, you know, sometimes when you shut doors, other ones open. In fact, mm. sometimes I think it happens all the time, really. But we sometimes we don't see those doors. But Absolutely. I certainly did, and, and you know, and and we we about that before. I, uh, I I know that, and and you've had some amazing doors that you walked through as well, which is phenomenal. And uh, I I, I kind of I said there is there's a few things I've been talking about for for many years who that Les Brown was going to teach me how to speak to speak and nobody else, and and of course that happened all of a sudden and. Uh, and when he always says, uh, he, he says, there is no such thing as coincidence. He says, coincidence is God's way of staying anonymous. And I like that. And it doesn't matter if people are religious or not. They can take any higher being or any any circumstances and, and look at it. So I, I met my wife at uh, my now wife in, in 2014 in leadership training and in Maxwell leadership training in Orlando. And she's from South, South Africa. So there we get the connection to South Africa.
0: Oh, there you go.
1: Yeah, and I, I was looking for somebody in Africa I could collaborate or partner with. We started having a conversation, and we both found out that we had very similar kind of visions of impacting millions of lives. And I thought, okay, so we started this conversation, and and then I said, okay, uh, I'll come to South Africa and let's have a look. So there we started. Um, th- obviously, things went well. We started as business uh, partners, and then we became good friends as well. And we started creating programs together and and doing all kinds of creative things to listening to clients because you know like anything one size doesn't fit all so we, we that's how we became very creative and my my wife uh, well she became my wife on the 1st of May last year we've just been married for over a year now and uh, she's also got a, a diversity and inclusion um, company she's had for 24 years and I always say obviously start she started when she was five uh, mm-hmm. but I mean uh, 24 years and, and um you know i learned a lot about the cultures here in in southern africa through being a participant and also helped uh, in the background in in those trainings very unusual using accelerated learning so we we where we are right now is you know we she's also a phenomenal speaker we both we both speak we 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 train we do leadership uh, um, trainings communication i've also got a, a jr speakers club because i also think there is a lot of people in the world who, who have a story, everybody's have got a story, but there's so many stories that need to be tell, told, and not everybody needs to hear our story, which which I was confused for, for a while, but there's always, there's a lot of people, and you're surprised how many people would love to hear your story and might be inspired by your story, because and it might give them hope as well, because, you know, and I said, it doesn't matter if you're 10 or 110 or anything, anywhere in between, but everybody's got a story, and that's when when I started the, the speakers clip, I say, you know, um, this is your story. You've got a voice, and this is your time. So we we again, we all keep putting these things off. But uh, now more than ever, people need to connect at a heart level again, and and that happens with stories. So that's kind of where we are at the moment.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I agree with you one hundred percent. We all have that that story to tell, that thing that's gonna make an impact on somebody else. Um, that was a lot, a long journey that you sort of summed up in just a few minutes here. So <laughs> yeah. while you were traveling, uh, all over the world, it sounds like, do you have a favorite place that you've been to in your travels? I, Guatemala sounds like it was very impactful for you, but is there yeah. one that, is there any others that stand out?
1: Yeah, but uh, I mean, uh, definitely, as you uh, observed well, I mean, it was, but life's changing. That, that one,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: I spent, I spent, um, I spent several years in, in in different countries, and and Brazil was also very interesting, and you know the culture as well, and uh, I, I started learning Portuguese. I I don't speak it fluently anymore, but I, I I speak five languages, European languages, and that started happening because. I just wanted to, to greet people and say thank you and, and mm-hmm. those kind of things. And in and, and, and the Netherlands, we, we you know, we, we, we obviously speak Dutch, and then English is, is easy enough. And we're surrounded by, by different countries and different yeah. languages, so we, 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 uh, we managed. Monast- it, it, it was fairly easy for us to, sp- to to learn different languages. And and because we're interchanging so much, and it's easy to travel to these places, it was, you know even if you could say a few things to show people that you appreciated them and and do that in their language even if you got it wrong it didn't matter so so there's there's been a a a few places uh uh, you know since then i've been been to different places i love ireland as well um it's it's an amazing country uh, very similar cultures to scotland and Mm -hmm. uh and we've also been i've also been in in paraguay we did a similar trip as in, in guatemala and you know the different I, I like different cultures as well so to, to experience those kind of things and experience the people at the level they're at and to learn from them and, and with them as well and, and you know work with people from different cultures' it's been, it's been phenomenal.
0: Yeah And as you said, you you appreciate other people's stories and giving them the opportunity to share stories. So I'm sure in, in traveling and learning about different cultures that has been something that that's been a really positive thing for you.. Mm that's awesome. Um, so you said, uh, coincidence is God's way of staying anonymous. That's, that was from Les Brown. Is there, um, any other impactful coincidences, so-called coincidences that have happened in your, in your travels, in your journey, uh, through personal development or another, um, seemingly coincidental encounter that turned out to be a major factor in how you got to be where you are now.
1: Well, I mean, my wife was the the, mm-hmm. the, the obvious one there. And, uh, you know, when I, when I look back so far and, uh, and I think I've got a long way to go yet, uh, I'm not done by a long shot. And uh, there, there's been some amazing coincidences because um, the, the early on already uh, at age 17, it, that was the first time that I really, really thought about it because, uh, as, as I mentioned, as a little... A kid I was bullied because I was uh, overweight, I was as white as I was tall, and then at age 12 I grew to the height I am now six foot four, and so the bullying mm-hmm. stopped, but the bullying bullying between the ears kept going, and, and that's when I, I learned a lot from it, and I think it's again these, not a coincidence, these are the lessons I had to learn because I wanted to serve, You know, I wanted mm-hmm. to belong and fit in, and, and when I eventually uh, realized uh, that we were all born to stand out, I didn't want to fit in anymore, and I, I, I don't think I do now, and haven't done for a long time but at age 17 um, you know when I when all of a sudden I I decided uh, I'd had an ulcer when I was 16 because of all the worrying I did and, and when I was young like I got kids wouldn't get ulcers but at age 17 I already drew a line in the sun and said I can't do this for the rest of my life I need to do something and what happens that's when I got my first personal development book it was called uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie I still I remember was, I was
0: going to ask which one it was cuz that that <laughs> yeah. one is a that one's very impactful that's a that's a good one
1: <laughs> Yeah and and uh, and that started on, on that amazing journey but the same year as well I started uh, martial arts which and, and both of them the reading and the and the martial arts I still do and that's Ki aikido and I found out I mean I was did I never did it to to learn to defend myself uh, maybe more from, from myself than anything else but mm-hmm. it, it, it uh, again it was uh, it is a martial arts where it's all about mind power so, you know, the personal development and the mind power and the development and, and you know, looking back um, so far, I said it's it's more like a personal development 101 because it's about calming of the, of the inside of the human being more than anything, because there is an African saying that says, if there is no enemy within, the enemy outside can do no harm. So that's really what, what that was all about, you know, to calm yourself and after all this, the, 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 the stress that got me there also because I was worrying. And, and you know, I've seen so many people since then that, I can understand. Like my daughter had bulimia when she's fifteen, and and you know, you, you you can do all kinds of things with other people, but when it happens in your own home, it's a mm-hmm. bit a little bit different. And and I, I needed to, to 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 find help because I I I because of what happened to me that I kept the the bullying kept going on. I I had this idea that I could see what happens, but but to 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 open these doors of personal development was one of the the, the things that happens and. And I said, okay, the serving when I was I was not even a teenager yet because I wanted to belong and 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 to be part of something that really has yes, took me well since then. I just needed to get rid of some some luggage. We all carry luggage with us. Mm-hmm. And you know it's it's amazing. some some of the things that might seem so small in our lives, looking back later on, became so big, really, because that's why the small things do matter in our lives. And I think we all should should really take care of the small things more because we're always having you know, the big vision and the big ideas and a lot, but then sometimes we forget about the small things. And and I think uh, that, that age 17 was a, a very important one for me. And when I when I quit my job, uh, I also became a values-based leadership specialist because that's also something I said, uh, that, that was the, the, the program we, we helped in, in Guatemala. Uh, Les, the Les Brown bit I already said that, that I, I said for a long time, so, you know, it, there, is, there is all these kind of coincidences, if you like, and, mm-hmm. and one, some of them are, are, are more wonderful than others. But, you know, sometimes situations happen in life as well that, that really bring you to your knees. And then you, then I, I look back and I say, I'm glad I started that personal development journey a lot mm-hmm. earlier because I, I don't know how I would have responded rather than react uh, when these things, when these negative things happen in life, you know, uh, it, it's it's amazing. Um, when when somebody once said, you know, you need to be uh, when you become more vulnerable as well to to others, uh, you start connecting more at a heart level as well, and that's that's another experience and a half of uh, a mm-hmm. journey I'm walking.
0: Oh yeah, I'm sure. Um, yeah, I I really I really love what you said about the the small things turning into the big things or have always been the big things. Uh, I, I think I, I do a lot of that with, with changing language and things like that. You, you said that you were um, bullying yourself in your head, even long after the bullying from the outside had stopped. Can you mm-hmm. describe a little bit about the example, like how you talked to yourself in your head before you started going on your personal development journey versus now and how you teach others to to change those those small things in, in on their way to changing more the of the larger things in their lives.
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, it surprised me at first. I must admit, because when I grew grew that tall and. At first, I never thought about it because I, I mm-hmm. thought, okay, they, they're not calling me names anymore, and they didn't even want to call me lanky because I was a, one of the tallest ones in the in the class at that time. But I started to notice little things, you know, that that uh, I wouldn't, I, I, because uh, the family didn't know uh, about all this bullying. I, I managed to keep it to myself, and 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 that part really continued. I ke- I, I kept mm-hmm. even more to myself because I I couldn't understand at the time how the bullying stopped but how i feel still felt so miserable inside like you know what i mean i okay. yeah i was a class cl- i was a class clown on the outside i, I you know I, I just showed everybody there was nothing wrong and but mm-hmm. I, I i started thinking a bit more and and about the, the as you you said it as well you know you, you change the language and and it needed a, a change of the language but the, the language needed to change inside of my head first before it came mm-hmm. out of my mouth and it is so easy, uh, you know, looking back as well at, at that time, um, it, it, and it, and even starting to get into the oil industry, where the language is sometimes a little bit more colorful than uh, than people would uh, admit, but everybody knows. <laughs> and then, and then I, 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 I looked in, the, in that 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 five years basically between twelve and seventeen when I didn't know how to deal with it really. I had no, I mean, I was only a teenager, and I had no yeah. idea. I only really became much more aware of it when I started this personal development. And you know, you are what you think about in the com- You know, be very careful with the conversations you have with yourself. All these kind of things started making sense afterwards. And and, and when that happened, then I started talking as well. And you know, p- people even when people started saying things, um, uh, you, you know that, that for example, just simple things like I need to lose weight. I say, don't do that. So right. tell, say to yourself, you need to get thinner. Yeah, but that's the same thing. No, no, it's totally different. The results are totally different because of this, of what happens in the subconscious. So I started getting into these kind of things, and I found it interesting as well. I thought, wow, I don't know if I would have been able to handle that kind of stuff when I was the teenager who who still had those problems. Mm-hmm. But I would, would I have loved somebody to point it out to me, you know that these things are, but. Then I, but then I thought, well, I told nobody. So that's why I know that there is so many young people and older people, they are hurting inside. And, and now yes. after the last couple of years, the, 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 psych, the psychological damage that has been done to our youth, I mean, it's frightening but still to come. Yes. You know, and, and, and I fear for that. And, and I think about those the injustices and all, all that kind of stuff a lot. And, and that's why also uh, a couple of years ago, I started thinking about, you know, what can I do different? Again, I was having conversations with myself, but me and my wife have also, every day, we have amazing conversations about how we can make a difference and, and how to find different ways of making a difference. Um, and that's not just to stay relevant, it's to find how can we touch people's lives more. And I thought, well, one, one thing was what, what, what came to me uh, probably early, was it early last year or maybe earlier? Self care. I thought, you know, uh, with me, the people used to call me a personal development freak, which I saw as a compliment. I say thank you very much. <laughs> but you know, but I thought uh, part of personal development, and and really, when you, when when I talk, you see the, the you mentioned key leadership institute, and and leadership is really when I talk about leadership, some people go, oh, that's not for me. I said, well, you know, I've got news for you. We are all leaders. And leadership starts with self-leadership. And self-leadership is all about personal development, personal growth. Because if you if, if, if you ever want to move to the next level, whatever that looks for, like, it doesn't have to be a giant leap. It might be a simple, small step forward. But mm-hmm. whatever that looks like, it always has something to do with developing yourself. And so I, I started looking into that and I thought, okay developing myself, if I want to do something in life that, that is much more meaningful and significant, and we're talking about significance as well, which is something that I think everybody should feel and have an experience, is that um, we, need to, we need to stay healthy. And, and especially over the last few years, I said the only person who really, we can blame our governments, we can blame our neighbors, our parents, our, our, our pet or, or whatever, but the only person who can help us to stay healthy is that person looking in the mirror every day. So we need to... And there is so much more. People think, okay, he, being healthier, that means I have to go to the gym for two hours a day or or, or eat rabbit food and all. Ah, yes, some of those things can happen as well, but you don't have to go to the gym and you don't have to eat rabbit food all the time. Right. But it's small things. So I started mm-hmm. talking into into self-care. And, and at, the, at the moment, we're, we're uh, developing a... Uh, a series, especially for corporates and not to uh, videos. Uh, my wife's son and, and and his girlfriend are helping as well to 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 put a video series together together for about self care. But I've also just finished an e-book which which is just about the, some final touches about self care, I and mean, it talks about so many different things about self care. And and I I would like the e-book to be a, a catalyst for people just to have a look through about some of the things that they never realized and some of them I never realized. I mean I I, I took fairly well care of myself because martial arts as well, it's all about the, the the mind development. So we're talking about habits, we're talking about attitude, we're talking about me time, we talk about mindfulness. All these things that we never think about because eating, sleeping and an exercise, that is self-care, you know, for, for mm-hmm. many people and that's where it ends. So I you know I I I really thought we need to so we need to do those kind of things. So that's that's another area which it did it wasn't surprising to me. But I thought, you know, I, I really um, started getting some wonderful feedback on that, not about what I did, but about what it did to them. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, that's that's wonderful. That's a start. We, we need to start today. We we can put thing, these things off to tomorrow, but we need to start today to uh, to look after ourselves a little bit better. And then, you know, wh- while we look after ourselves, we can also help those around us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think, I don't know if it's the same out, you know, your way, but I, around here, sometimes the, the, the very term self-care has taken on this, oh, here's just another thing I have to do. It's become this big thing. Like it's almost an industry in itself commercialized. Oh, you need the bath bombs and you need the meditation apps and the, you know, all of these extra things. And Mm -hmm. I love that you're talking about self-care just being, you know, a small thing or mindfulness practice or some sort of movement or, you know, whatever it is, is is that similar to you where it's kind of blown up the, just the very term self-care kind of blown up to this I don't know, almost almost another piece of luggage, as you said before. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, here it's not quite so bad, uh, but I mean, it, it's it's you, you hear it bounded about everywhere. Yes, you're absolutely right, and and you, but you're also right that self, and that's why I call it self care. Uh, self care is not selfish, and mm-hmm. becoming healthier happens by choice, not by chance. That's a subtitle for it, and mm-hmm. and that's what we need to realize. I mean, whether people see it as yet another thing, so. What is what is so busy in their life that they cannot do yet another thing? Maybe that's another question right. they should ask. You know, right. sometimes sometimes we are so busy spending the extra hour and a half on Facebook that we can't spend fifteen minutes on exercise. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we are so busy, you know, um, doing stuff that really, uh, in the long term, doesn't really matter. It isn't productive. Now we don't need to be productive all the time, but maybe. Instead of watching television for four hours a night, maybe do an hour less and do something with the family or do something that, that, that is constructive, like reading a positive book mm-hmm. or, 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 or listening to some positive TED Talks or, or motivational speakers, if that's, uh, I mean, I'm one of them as well. But, but whatever it looks like to you, do something and don't go to bed listening to the news lasting at night don't wake up in the morning listen to news because you spoil your day and you spoil your sleep either way so there, it's 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 the small thing so if people right. already say, "Oh, here's another thing and i get you because there are so many things that ask for our attention mm-hmm. maybe the first thing to do is um what is asking for our attention and how important is it compared to uh, compared to living a little bit healthy because when we're young, we think the the, the world is our oyster and we, we're never gonna be be ill. And and I think that's been proven wrong now, but we're never gonna be ill. And and you know, if it ever happens, it only happens to old people. I say, Well, if you want to become older, I've got the, the, the privilege that my and the pleasure that my 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 dad is gonna be 85 this year and my mum is is eighty-one this year. they so they're both with us yet. But old age doesn't come without uh, the, the necessary challenges, but you can keep those challenges to a minimum when you start young and just start doing that little bit every day. And that, that, that makes a difference. You know, it doesn't have to be big things. So, so if people already put it in their mind, as you said, and I've heard it, oh, here's another thing, you know, right. and yes. And and there's people who spend two hours a day in the gym and, and not very productive. They sit there talk, talking half the time, but, I said, you know, even three. If you don't exercise, maybe three times a, day, a week, go for a, a twenty to thirty-minute walk. Not, you mm-hmm. don't have to run. Just go for a walk, something like that. You know, park the car a little bit further away from the from the place you need to be, apart from your home, of course. Uh, you know, right. the, just just walk a little bit further, and and maybe have a look to, to see the kind of stuff you eat. And these again, we're coming back to the simple thing, thing but. We can all take five minutes out of our busy life just to have some me time, just to relax, just take yourself away from the busyness, uh, away from the screens, and just mm-hmm. have a little bit of a reflection. Just think a little bit and, and, you know, breathe for a little bit.
0: Yeah, I think that's really important. We've we've stopped letting ourselves be quiet and be even bored. You know, every mm. time there's some few minutes of silence, people reach for the phones or uh, the screen or something, like you said, I think that is, that is something to, to be more aware of as we start to feel those, those feelings or that little voice in our head, right. Saying, Hmm, maybe something is not the way it, it is that I want it to be. Right. Um, Mm. so we can talk a little bit about, um, go back to the martial arts a little bit. Um, tell me a little bit about Kia Kido.
1: Oh Yeah. (laughs) Yeah uh, that's another that's been another interesting uh, thing because I'm I'm grateful for the martial arts itself but I've got probably four close friends and three of them are from the martial arts and uh, my very best friend I've been best friend with him for since the beginning of martial arts we both started roughly at the same time and that's 1979 so you're getting a history lesson now so that is 43 years and at the moment when I'm in here we speak every weekend uh, mm-hmm. you know using Skype uh, but and he's a bit older than me but we've been friends ever since and and the the other two as well we um, we connect whenever we can so I'm grateful for lifelong friendships and and that's something else that people said to me uh, over this last two years they've fallen out with their best friends because they can't agree and I thought you know something uh, and and well they they, they, they don't meet anymore they, they've separated their ways and I mm-hmm. thought well I've got news for you they were never your best friends in the first place, because we don't agree on everything, uh, not even on the, on this whole situation, but to fall out to the point that we, uh, falling out, we don't do, we just don't, don't agree in it, and that's it. But to say that you lost your best friend, I said, well, now you finally get a chance to find a real best friend, because your best friends, you wouldn't lose them through an argument or, or something that you don't agree on. Uh, so we've, we have this wonderful relationship, but Key Aikido, it's, uh, people might have heard of Aikido, and key Aikido is one of the the, the the different ways that it came from the from the originator, but it's a lot of mind over matter stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so you know, learning to respond instead of to react. I even do it in trainings. I show some of the exercises where people can see how they, they think they respond, but they react. And the difference between responding and reacting is reacting comes from the outside. Responding is when you actually take a little bit of time, but it's a split second to think and then act. Mm-hmm. But react is, is acting after something happens to you. And most people are reactive. And that's when a lot of problems happen as well because they don't think. So the, the martial art is very... Some people when look at it and they say, oh, it's, it's, it's like ballet dancers and all that kind of stuff. And, and then we say, well, come on the mat for a little while. You know, just join us. But that not, doesn't always happen. But mm-hmm. it, is, it is it is a gentle, flowing kind of way to learn to move and to learn to get control of yourself and, and, and get, gain more confidence because... You know it, it's it's all about mind power when you can start to do certain things it's not about the certain things it's the, the the fact that you get confidence in yourself that you you learn to do something and yes did I get frustrated I sometimes I got so frustrated and I thought I was getting nowhere but then I looked six six months later I look back and said, hey you know as, as somebody once said I'm not where I uh, want to be I'm not where I ought to be but looking back I'm certainly not where I used to be Right. And, and that, 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 that was that whole journey and the, the camaraderie in, 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 in anything that if, if people, if your audience, are, if they're involved in anything like sports or, or a social um, environment, whatever that looks like, you know, the camaraderie you build up and, and the people you meet again from all over, and especially in the UK. And we went to Italy in a, in a trip as well. But all those kind of things have been an amazing experience and, and the journey is not finished either. And it's been an amazing journey for me so far. But people th- said said to me. Uh, then Steven Seagal came out at first. Oh, you Steven, Se- you think you're Steven Seagal now? And they started taunting me and all. I said, No, I'm not Steven Seagal. I'm me, Jan Roberts. Uh, but uh, you know, you need to fight. Yeah, of course, you fight. He said, Now listen, I've never ever since I, I didn't do martial arts to start fighting. I started martial arts for development, personal development as well. Yeah. So I've never had a fight. And I says, Could I have had some? Oh yes. But I mean to to, to stay calm and, and and fairly collective. I mean that wasn't always the case. And underneath sometimes it was like a volcano. But I mean I, I, to control that. And it says once you know what to do, you don't need to show anybody, anybody. That that's just an ego trip. When you, it's very easy to hit somebody when they stand beside you and they call your names. It's not quite so easy just to walk away or say you know they don't know what they're talking about. And and I used to walk away and I've split up fights before. Uh, you know, it, it just being being me. But but no, I've never had a. a a fight ever since I started martial arts, and people couldn't believe that. They said, "You must have had." It. No, I do. I do all the practice on the mat, and it's all very gentle. And yes, we had low. We, between us, we used to call them low flying nights, where uh, only the the higher grades were allowed to be in the at, at the training. And then we had some fun. Uh, sometimes we call them optional extras, but it it is just. I think it's good for discipline. Martial arts is good mm-hmm. for discipline for for all ages because if you ever want to get to a black belt stage, you need to have some discipline to do the things you need to do. So there is discipline in there. It's it's motivational for people. It's get it gets exercise size uh, for for young people as well and and, and old because we have people uh, who are in their seventies and eighties who are practicing with us, and 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 some of them throw me all over the place, mm-hmm. and I'm not the smallest one. Uh, so it's it's. It, you know, all these kind of things and, and I think whether it's a martial art or any other group or learning to play a music instrument, you need to be dedicated to get to the standard where you feel that you you know you and, and even learning to play a music instrument it, it, it gives people confidence that they can do something that they've mastered something. So whatever it is, it doesn't have to be martial art and people said, oh, but you you must think that Kiikido is the best. No, it was it's the best for me but right. i i i i think everybody if you want to do judo or karate or whatever, tai chi or whatever go and do something try them all out and 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 go eventually go to the one that suits you best one yeah. size doesn't fit all
0: right exactly i think i think that's where people kind of get caught up maybe because there are so many different options and mm. it's that an um, analysis paralysis or you know there's there's so many good <laughs> options that it's that you never actually make a choice and to step out into any one of them, uh, mm. because of whatever fear or, oh, it, it might not be the right one, or I don't know. Yeah. So I just, I, I love that advice of just, just go, just try it. And mm. then if it, if it does suit you or you do find enjoyment there, there is that then the discipline and the path to, to grow and develop through that. Do you find, I, I mean, I'm sure you do, we've talked about it for this whole time, I I really appreciate the the martial arts, especially, or any other sort of physical practice, whether it's running or swimming or um, Hmm. even just walking, as you mentioned. Um, I find that the physical, getting into the body and moving the body, really helps open up the mind and helps with that that mental discipline and expansion. Anything to add on that?
1: Well, yeah, absolutely right, Sarah. And, And and I mean. I know I already knew you're very insightful anyway but that' that's, that's that's correct because a lot of people say when they come home from work for example and they feel tired they, they go and slump themselves on the sofa slumping is another thing that's really bad for you anyway mm-hmm. they slump themselves on the fo- on the sofa they, they switch the television on and I say, there's nothing wrong with any of it but that's the last thing you should do when you're tired when you're actually tired you should actually exercise a little and I'm talking 10 minutes you don't have to do a lot because you said exactly what that happens. When you exercise, the blood uh, go, goes through your veins. It's uh, you know there's oxygen coming into your into your body and of course into your brain as well. Because uh, the, the, well some people you wonder sometimes if the blood still reaches the brain, but but I mean it it is we need to get that that blood pumping around our body again and then sit down, but don't slump because that you know sit sit with some kind of poise and get some, some seat that is, is, is much better for your back because sometimes people go to bed later on, they sat there for four hours and they feel tired and uncomfortable and sore. But that's how you sit. I mean, it's, I mean you watch a little baby when they, uh, when they learn to walk and they fall down. They don't fall all over the place. That's what adults do. But they fall down and boom, they just sit down straight up. And that's because they're still relaxed. They haven't got attention. We need to let the tension go. And mm-hmm. and and but but as you said, I love swimming as well, and I love skiing too. And it's, it's, it's South African skiing don't go so well. In, in fact, but I have a country here in Limpopo that has a, actually snow in the winter. We're going towards our winter here. But it is a little bit of exercise. And if you if you think, oh, okay, I've got a staircase. Well, run ten times up and down the staircase, and then sit down. Just Having that some oxygen coming into your body because the the heavier breathing gets up going and 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 a little bit of exercise won't kill you. But as you said, to to get that through, through your veins and get it through your body, there is a lot worse things that we can do.
0: Right, for sure. Um, all right. So we're kind of coming down to the end of our interview here. Is there anything else you'd like to share? You talk a lot about connection and stories and your travels and as you you know love to talk to people um any stories that stand out to you or anything uh, anything else you would like to add to what we've what we've talked about today so far
1: so far well yeah i mean one thing that has, has stood me well when i realized through uh, also through values-based leadership and it's all about basic human values And and both me and my wife are specialists in that, which is starting transformation of our entire country. So we work with values, but one that always stands out very early, uh, which we do when we train facilitators as well, is the value of listening. How much value there is in listening. You know, we we don't take the time to listen. And you mentioned already, Sarah, you you know, uh, mobile phones. And you say, oh, when there's an empty space, we grab our mobile phone. If only it was only when there was an empty space. Most people Mm -hmm. sit on their mobile phone right in front of you when you're talking to them you know and the value of respect comes in there as well we should respect the person standing in front of us my 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 wife always says you there's good news you don't need to respect everybody you come into contact with however there isn't however the way you show respect to the person standing in front of you is a direct reflection on your character not theirs so if you can just do that and 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 all that takes is, is listening. Sometimes I say I, I think where people, you know, go up to somebody and ask them how they are and don't just take an answer and just walk on, because we do that, you know, in the passing. How oh, are you fine? And, and 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 then they walk past. And you could tell mm. them anything and they, they still keep walking. But no, well, how are you really? You know, we, there is between 70 and 85% of diseases are psychosomatic. That means in they're in, in the mind. That means that most people have problems because they, they, they don't feel valued. And every person matters. Every person is valued as a human being. But we don't, we don't do that enough. And, and one of the easiest and simplest way we can do this, listen to them. Ask an open-ended question and then listen. Don't, don't already sit there and wait for, for you to say the next thing and as soon as they shut their mouth, you're off, or even before they finish, you already interrupt them because you want to say the next thing. No listen. You save lives by listening. We all save lives by listening. So who is a person you could listen to? And I think that's, uh, I mean, it might be so simple. And I always say, you know, we over over, uh, overestimate our own listening skills and we underestimate everybody else's. But we, we rate ourselves in that as well. And all of a sudden we find out that listening means eye contact. Listening means just putting every disturbance aside. Even with our children, we sit in front of the laptop and they say, Dad, 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 yes, I'm 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 listening. And they, you're not even looking at them, mm-hmm. you know. And they and they keep going, Dad, yeah, I'm listening, I'm listening and you're typing away. No, you're not listening. Especially with little children, you don't know about their learning styles, and so you need to turn around and give them the full attention. And you know, I've got wonderful examples even in my my grandparents. Uh, sometimes people ask, "Who are some of your your heroes?" And you know, I've got I've, of course I've got amazing people. And I mentioned a few of them, and, and they yes. they're wonderful people. But the real heroes, I always say, the real heroes are even in leadership um, included as ordinary people doing extraordinary things those are the people who inspire me and there's so many like you Mm -hmm. do extraordinary things for example you know when you bring people to you share people with an audience and 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 you 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 keep probing into questions and and bringing things out that 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 some people when they listen it might even be helpful to them and i've got no doubt of that but also my my grandparents were amazing examples and and my parents as well My, my dad took us when he was 40 years old he had five kids he took my mom and dad took us to an, an, another country, um, other language. Uh, and our English is not the worst that they could have taken us to, but still, he, he had no idea what he was going to do. But he was going to do something different. If he was still going to make something of his life. That 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 didn't. we had a music shop in 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 the Netherlands. That's these records. The young people. That's these, these these black plates that they used <laughs> to they play. They are coming back again, of course, the retro. Right. But but you know, to to have that example in my own um, family that. Uh, and my dad, he loves what he does to this day. And, and you know, that is so wonderful to see. But my, my grandparents as well, I my, mean, my, my, they called my granddad, also named Jan, they called him the smiler. He always smiled, whatever happened. His, his farm burned down, he was still smiling. And my, my grandmother, the, the communication skills, she, had. she was devoutly mm-hmm. Christian, but she used to take other people in the house and I used to watch it in the farm, she, uh, people and, and had amazing respect and conversations with them. You know? So w- w- in these values, when we do them every week, uh, we always ask for examples, uh, You know, role models. And mm-hmm. I, I, I use family more often than, than not because I, I'm, I'm just privileged, I suppose, to have so many role models within my own family and, and, and my inner circle, my, my best friends as well. You know, there's... Yes. So I think sometimes we, 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 we yes, we can look at the, at, at the John Maxwell's, we can look at the Les Brown's, the Nick Vujicic and all these amazing people. And, and I appreciate them too. They're, they're, they're doing a lot for me as well. But realistically, sometimes we need to look a little bit closer to home and see, you know, what, what kind of examples have we got in our inner circle, like our circles of friends or, and, and those mm-hmm. kind of people? And, and uh, you know, and how do we appreciate them?
0: Right. Yeah. You start with the person in the mirror, as you said. And I love the, the impact on your family. Uh, when I met you, Jan, it was, wow, he has a great smile and look at how wonderful he connects with people. So you are living their legacy right right mm-hmm. here and now, and I really appreciate that, and I am just so grateful that you were able to join me on the show today, and uh, where can my listeners find you, if they'd like well, to I mean,
1: uh, yes, connect I've, with you I'm, more? I would love to uh, to connect with people, because I love hearing people's stories as well, and and, and I love getting to know people, so uh, if uh, Jan Roberts, they'll probably see the name anyway, I mean, I'm on, I'm on Facebook, it's j a n r o b b e r t s uh, to be or mm-hmm. not to be yeah uh, i'll and, put the
0: link in the show notes as well yeah
1: and i know you So i mean i'm on facebook i'm on linkedin i'm i'm on twitter i'm on instagram those are the, the, the main ones and and you know we've got uh, two websites as well uh, key leadership institute and jr speakers club so but you know if you want to uh, please uh, connect with me I, I i love listening to people and and you know if i can be of any service to people as well it'll always be a privilege and a pleasure
0: Fantastic. Well, thank you again so much, Jan, for being here. And I, I'm i so happy we got to talk today.
1: So my Sarah, thank you very much for the privilege of entrusting of, me to your audience and mine as well, because I'm going to share this with my audience as well. But wonderful. have a wonderful rest of the day. And it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you.
0: Yeah, thank you.